Hey everybody, it's Griff here, back with another episode of the HLP. At the top of this episode, I just wanted to say, I hope everybody's doing all right. I know it's a it's a tough time with the coronavirus. Uh, a lot of people are stuck inside, stuck in their homes. We at the HLP really want to be a form of entertainment for you during this. Uh, we've we've tried really hard and spent a lot of time preparing for this situation and getting content ready so that we shouldn't have to pause your regularly scheduled entertainment. So I really hope that uh, it brings you a smile, a little bit of joy. I know uh, things are getting pretty mundane and boring and folks are getting a little stir crazy at this point. So just for me to you, Really hope this brightens your day a little bit. And with that, here's episode 85, Web of Allies. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 85. Welcome back, Emily. It's been a while. It has. I barely made it back into the country, but I did. Hey, I mean, that's thank God for small favors. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, did you have a mic? I mean, you brought a mic just in case, right? To Guatemala so you could record remotely if, if you didn't make it back in. Yeah. You know how on uh, the little earbud headphones, they have a little built in microphone? Oh, on some of those? <laughs> <laughs> well, that. I guess the uh, phrase canceled. <laughs> <laughs> she just is uh, talking through a tin can to the rest of the party. <laughs> constant, constant through a tin can. Phrase <laughs> constantly wearing a gag for the entirety of the rest of the show. Oh, man. So speaking of Guatemala, what are you drinking? I brought back some special liqueur. It's Casalteca, which is a... It's essentially a Guatemalan moonshine was how it was described to me. And it's made from sugarcane. So it's a rum. And I brought back uh, my favorite one now after trying it. It's uh, hibiscus flavored. And it's so smooth. Dangerously smooth. It is fantastic. Yeah. If you brought more of that mm-hmm. back, it would have lasted for the same amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. It's it. fucking great. <laughs> uh, speaking of fucking great. Haley, what you drinking? Wow, I didn't expect that to be me, so uh, I was taking a drink. But I am drinking the Patreon voted on beverage. Uh, ooh, don't remember the name. Anyone know the name? It didn't have a name. It did not have a name. Okay, so <laughs> it is a uh, brandy and cream soda. I do not have plain brandy in the home. I only had uh, three different kinds to choose from. Uh, you know, only. Uh, so I had apple, pineapple, and peach. I chose peach because peaches and cream sounded good. Is it? It's actually fucking great. Hmm. Right. Like it's real good. Lazy ass Patreon supporters, though. Don't give it a name. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, doesn't Emily control the names? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I, st- <laughs> I stopped giving names oh, stopped to giving the drinks because uh, there was some contention over how that affected voting. I feel like mm. you can overrule one that's not named. I feel mm. like you're allowed to do that. Well, next time I will give an unnamed drink a name and I'll try to keep it fair. Speaking of keeping it fair, Steve, what you drinking? Hey, bud. Um, I am also drinking something from... Uh, the sweet country of Guatemala. This is, uh, I, I actually requested that Emily get me Guatemalan hams. She said it doesn't exist, but there is a relative equivalent called Gallo. It's a 24 ounce can of, without a, it's got big old chicken on it, and it's supposed to be their like cheap macro brew. So, Did you say uh, relative? What? A relative as in beer, or were you saying relative as in like hams and a chicken? Well, I see where you're going. <laughs> Got farm animals on the brain again. <laughs> Any good? Ooh. That's tasty. Those Guatemalans know how to party. <laughs> yeah, I was so impressed with how good the food and the alcohol was for how reasonably priced everything was. It's going to be a fun 24 ounces. I mean, speaking of reasonably priced and a fun 24 ounces... Hey, Brooks, what you drinking, buddy? Oh, thanks, Griff. Uh, you know, 24 ounces is is a lot to give at one time. So, it seems <laughs> seems, seems reasonable to me. <laughs> now we're not surprised why your wife left for a couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, reasonably priced is a different story. But uh, I... Free for most. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking a, uh, a caramel apple pop. The green apple, caramel apple, caramel apple pop, whatever it was. <laughs> we literally just said the name and I forgot it because we haven't had it in so, so what, long. What's in it? I haven't. Um, there is apple brandy, salted caramel vodka, and cream soda. Sounds pretty sweet. It is very sweet, but I mean, it tastes exactly like it. it it's been named. Yeah. So it's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of not surprising, I'm drinking a Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer once again. Pear Elderflower. Actually, it's been a little while since I've had one of these on the show. They are pretty standard for me, though. Yeah, don't worry. In the midst of uh, the coronavirus stuff, we did get a pack of Bon and Viv. Which, I mean, we should have got like at least six. <laughs> yeah, you got like two like, days of traction <laughs> out of that. This is, this is not going to last me past Tuesday of <laughs> working from home. Oh, boy. You guys ready? No. We left, uh, we last left our heroes in quite a predicament. You had finished off a couple of edder caps and gone to a tower in the woods, a kind of crumbling tower. You heard this haunting song. Um, Matumbe and Ikmer were compelled to walk up to the tower check out the screaming and the harp playing coming from inside. Upon entry, a huge weaver worm came up out of a burrow in the ground and attacked the party. You found out that uh, she does have these paralytic needles uh, in her hands. Yeah, fuck that bitch. And they seem to have affected pretty much everyone in the party 
you were actually doing some damage with haste in between turns of paralysis until she's decided to take a helpless Matumbe and an entangled Freya down with her using her burrow speed and her drag ability. To where? Nobody knows. Let's find out. So, heading right back into combat, we start with Ikmer. Ikmer, you just saw your friends dragged into the earth by this maggot-bodied woman. What are you doing? Freya, we have to go. Get, you better follow me down here right now. Freya's uh, down. Eclipse. Eclipse, come on. We need to go and save them right now. Especially Matumbe. And I am going to... Um... As a full round action, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to transform. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my uh, use my corruption for the first time. Okay. I am extremely desperate. Make a um, Constitution check with a plus two, which you got uh, from training with the Zarni. Yeah. Mint. Fucking mint. Natty twenty. Natty twenty. <sighs> Uh, you transform Fuck into yeah. hybrid form. All right, that is my full round action. Okay, Matumbe, you find yourself in the dark. I guess your shield is still illuminated because you can maintain that through paralysis. Sure. Uh, and and the purple glow off of your shield is kind of muted by the webs wrapped around you, so in this dim purple light, you see the um, the weaver worm basically sticking Freya to the wall. It thinks you're completely paralyzed, so it's dealing with you second, you think. You're lying on the ground in webs. Let's see if you stay paralyzed. So give me a Fortitude save. Okay. Let's give it a shot here. I was thinking I might need require use of my skills with a natural 20. Matumbe is not paralyzed. Matumbe is not paralyzed. Go ahead and place yourselves right over here in this room. And we're just going to treat it like it's the same horizontal as it is vertical. So, Frey is right next to the creature. Matumbe is a little bit behind because he was dragged in uh, behind it. And so, Matumbe entangled on the ground. What are you doing? Matumbe is going to cast a spell that only has a verbal component. All right. So, he's all tangled up, but it should be enough for him to say, My Lady of Graves... Be with me now. Deliver me from this beast. Help me smite this fiend. As he casts Burst Bonds and does 5d6 points of damage to the things holding me. So to the webs? Just to the webs. Nice. And I ignore Hardness of 10 or less. Okay. Shit. What a mess. Shit. Come on. Awful. Uh, 13, 13 points of damage, ignoring 10 hardness. 
you escape the web. Okay. Um, so that was your standard, right? Yes. So I should have a move. Uh, that's not enough to do really anything about my claws in me. The right. spines. I'm probably prone on the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stand up. You're going to stand up. You go and provoke against them combat reflexes. She's going to bite at you. Ooh. One away from a crit. But definitely a hit. Ooh. Very small damage, though. Only 13 points of damage. So she leans in with the bite, takes a big chunk, maybe out of his collarbone or something, scraping against the mithril breastplate. Um... Blood is just pouring down his body, over the spines, onto the ground, pooling around him. Uh, terrible shape, but still up. Uh-oh. Still up and in terrible shape. That's where you terrible don't want to shape. Be. Next in the order is Freya. Freya, you're prone on the ground, entangled in these webs, but you're the only person that hasn't been paralyzed. That's correct. Freya wiggles around in her bonds a little bit. What kind of check would that be to break free? You are going to need to do a uh, CMB check or a uh, escape artist check. Or you're just going to need to like try and slash out of it. Although I don't think you can because you're kind of like wrapped up. Yeah, and she would have... She had her bow out anyway, so... She wouldn't be able to slash very well. Sorry, it's an escape artist or a successful strength check. Ah, that's not very good for Freya. But out of the corner of her eye, uh, maybe she's able to see Matumbe and hear Matumbe get this awful bite taken out of him. So she, even within her bonds and being right next to this creature, channels positive energy. Channels do not provoke. (sighs) Freya, you are literally keeping me alive. And hopefully you'll be able to get free or get her out of these bonds. You're either going to live free or you're going to die hard. (laughs) I got bad news. I don't think I'm living free. (laughs) 14 points of healing. Nice. I'm in the positive. You had me down 13? Go up 14. Just all right, all forward, right. Forward progress. You know, she doesn't forward out attack you ever. It's forward progress. All right, so that was your standard action. Are you doing anything with your move? Uh, no, there isn't much she can do with a move action other than moving, and she's entangled. So she'll stay where she is. Okay. Eclipse, you're next. What kind of check do I need to make to see if I'm not paralyzed anymore? That would be a fortitude save. What you got? This isn't a disease or anything, right? No, it's not a disease. 15. 15 does not save. Yep, rolled a three on the die. You're paralyzed. I continue to be paralyzed, and that is why I couldn't respond to Ikmer. All right, it's this creature's turn. I think it's going to attack once at Matumbe with a bite. Okay, 23. That won't do it, Griffin. Okay, so its bite clangs off the armor. It hisses at you. It's trying to get past you and just wants you to be on the ground. So two claws coming at you. Okay. Neither's going to hit. Woo! Oh! My highest is a um, 23 again. The bite comes off the armor. He shields with the claw, blocks with the book. He's up. Somehow he's up. 
she is not happy. And it's Ikmer's turn. All right. I definitely need to see if I am uh, paralyzed or not. Yep. Go ahead and roll me that fortitude save. Cool. 21. 21. Beats it. You're good. Awesome. And now I have two in me. I do not need to save twice. You don't need to save twice. You're just going to keep having to save every round until you pull both of them out. Pull both of them out. All right. So then I am going to, uh, well, definitely run in there, uh, down into there and be, Eclipse, what are you doing? So what I'm going to let you do is you're either going to have to climb down or you're going to jump down because uh, she burrowed basically straight down 20 feet mm-hmm. to get to where she is. Um, so you can jump down the tunnel she created that will cause falling damage, but it'll pretty much put you right next to her. Otherwise, you can climb down, and that'll take, you know, a climb check to move at half your speed. Okay. I'm a little concerned about just overall health, so I'm actually going to use the quick runner shirt to uh, to help me climb that much faster. Okay. It's not risky just yet, but we'll see. This better fucking pay off. Okay, so roll a climb check. 13. 13 total. Total. Uh, You don't make progress, but you don't fall. The walls are kind of, with this grub-like body, very smooth. Okay. So then, uh, I guess, where do I... Uh, I just end up. You're like, I'm at the top, kind of like still? hanging out on the top. Yeah, you like tried to climb, felt yourself slipping, um, managed to hold on enough, but that kind of hesitation costs you one move action. Okay. Um, if I, then I'm just gonna fall down. I'm gonna use the rest of my actions to I fall down and then uh, get up as close to where as possible. If you fall down, you'll be right next to her, so you can do as the the classic Shaquille O'Neal move that uh, Matumbe has made famous. If you'd yes. like to uh, slash down from above with the high ground, I'll allow that. Unfortunately, she is huge. She can reach you the second you get past the first five feet of the tunnel, and so there's going to be two attacks coming at each other. Your attack as you fall down to hit her, and her attack coming up at you. All right, all right. So she bites at you with a twenty-six. Nope. All right. Fantastic. Um, fall damage? Did you say? Did you? I didn't do, do your fall yet? damage. No. Remember okay. how we did it with Matumbe, where if you, oh, if, okay. if you, uh, if you hit it, and this is completely house ruley, but if you hit it. Uh, you both take the fall damage. And you don't go prone or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I felt I went prone when I missed, because I think I tried to do it twice. Once was successful, yeah. and I landed on my feet and did damage, and the other time wasn't. And I fell. And it was a disaster. Son of a... Uh, not great. Not great damage, number one. Not great to hit. Um, There's a 22 hit. Plus one high ground. Plus one high ground. With plus one high ground, it hits. Is that added in? I mean, it was 22 on the dice. Not, I did not add it. Uh, okay, you have the bonus from high ground. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, seven points. Of seven damage. points of damage. 
and you each take three points of damage. Awesome. And now you're toe to toe, standing right next to her, snarling at her, and I'm I'm ready to just dig right into her grubby ness. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna have a good mouth feel, I think. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so Matumbe's up now. Go ahead and roll me to or roll to see if you're paralyzed still. I don't have time for this par- uh, paralysis bullshit. So I am burning a good hero card. My only one left. I have two neutrals. But I don't have time to be paralyzed in front of this thing. Good thing I did, because I got a 13 on the die with one of them. So that's going to go up to a 21. Yep, that'll save. Okay, and he is still hasted. So Matumbe is going to make two baned attacks with the Holy Book against this aberration. All right, did you... um... You kept the bane going the entire time. I only know it, t- it takes an action to start up, but if you stop it at any point, you have to start it up again. You can right, obviously swift, swift it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just making sure you're tracking the rounds right. No, that's fine. I, 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 I turned it off when I didn't need it. Gotcha. Um, unfortunately, I got a two and a three on the die oh, for boy. both my attacks, so neither that of those are going to hit. Huge. That would have been enormous, huge damage, but unfortunately not the case. All right, Freya. Freya is still trying to wiggle a bit in her bonds, and she does not have faith that she can break out. But she did uh, notice that another person came close that could probably use some healing. So she channels positive energy again. God damn, I wish I could fucking AOE for this. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cleric. 15 points of healing and don't worry because I don't have many left. Oh, I, I didn't think you did. <laughs> you've, been, you've been burning them pretty frequently. Yeah, I'm trying to be helpful and keep these guys up so they can actually kill her. Okay. Well, that was a great channel eclipse. Let's see if you're paralyzed. I uh, again rolled below a 10, but just under a 10. For a total of 21. That saves. Thank God. (sighs) Alright, so Eclipse is still outside of the building before the hole. Yep, so you can either jump or climb down. Like, is, are you saying that the hole's right there? Yeah, the, she burrowed right in front uh, of you, remember? I, see, I, see. It's I, just, I just it's, didn't think that you could follow some, a thing that burrowed. Yeah, we're, we're going to play it like you can, because she went straight into her burrow. Okay. So I could either jump down. Or climb. But I could jump down. You could jump down. You could do the same thing Ick just did, I think, if there's room for you. Somewhere by her. Uh, there is a space that has a small part of the wall, but most of it. Yeah, well, Fuck Clips yeah, is a small down. character. All right. Um, so you jump down and you're going to attack at her? Yes. All right. Can I? I can only attack once. Yeah, because yeah. you're moving that's to jump fine. down. That's yeah. fine. 17 on the die. That's mm-hmm. so good. That should hit. So that's a 30. Yeah, that hits. Ooh, and next damage. 25 points of damage. Nice. You both take eight more points of damage. What? Nice. You take the damage from oh, falling right. as well. Falling. Okay. It's its turn. Whew, I don't know who it dislikes more at this point. So, full round attack at Eclipse. 
I think you just did the most damage to it. Yeah, I saw that coming. All right. First, the bite. That's 21 to hit. Misses. And then the two claws. Neither of those hit either. <laughs> Even better. Yes. I've rolled like five die under five. Oh. Oh boy. That, that I know that pain. Yeah. Um, she full attacks and then she uh, five foot burrows into the wall, and it's Ickmer's turn. About time you get down here, Eclipse. What was that? I don't know. I think that was Ickmer's wolf voice. I don't know yet. I'm working it out. <laughs> All right, work in progress. Work in progress. Definitely should have workshop that different. one. <laughs> it was different before too. Just you take a swing, man. You took a swing, yeah. Oh, I'm getting all my die ready for this one, because, uh, yeah. You know, bite, slash, slash. I am. Well, bite, slash, slash, slash. Um, oh, yeah, the highest, uh, I, the polymer is going to be the lowest to hit, and the dire is the bite, so. Awesome. I see at least one that I like a lot. And that is a 19 for uh, for the sword to hit. So we'll we'll uh, resolve that crit later. Next, does a 28 hit? Yep. Awesome. That is going to be 14 damage. Dead. <gasps> oh. Yes. Oh Yay. my god. Oh. She had like 120 health. You've been doing damage. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Um, does she have anything on her? I don't know. Continue to roll these fortitude saves for houses. Yeah. Oh shit! You do didn't that. do that. So oh, no. oh, let's see if that right. happens. Okay. Good thing I put held the, all put the combat music yeah, back. Put on. the combat music back on. Fuck. Okay. Oh, no. Here it comes. This is important. Sixteen on a die. All right. Turn the combat music back off. All right. Take it off. So, Ikemer's hunched over with two claws, barbs, whatever, sticking in his side and just tears into her. Just tears into her, slashes, after slashes, and then finishes it up with a bite. And he is uh, still in wolf form. Uh, How long does that last? A minute. Okay. So you see a very angry wolf. Uh, Freya, imagine one of your less angry friends uh, cut you out. For once, that's Eclipse. Okay. Ah. For the first time in a long time, Eclipse isn't the super angry one. So she'll help cut Freya out. Uh, do you still have barbs in you? Do, do the, the claws, do you still have those in you? Yeah, she still would. She didn't, yes. she didn't use an action to pull them out. I should. Uh, Freya will attempt to do a heal check to pull that out. Don't worry. It do- she doesn't work anyways. Doesn't even... She couldn't even do it before. Natural 20. Just, oh, not, just not for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I see how it is, Freya. Fine. And then I'll, uh, I'll try to take him out myself. Or at least one of them. I've also got two barbs. Uh... 17 on the die. I forget what I'm... Uh, strength. If it's strength, you take... I'll roll a strength on Matumba. Okay. Four points of damage. Cool. Wait, can you take the damage? Yeah. 
I've been channeled twice, but after I got hit last. Uh, I got, uh, 18. Okay. Two damage. Alright, here's my next one. Ooh, seven for 12 total. 12. Three damage. Sweet. I mean, if you wait, also, this bypass is your, uh, your armor DR. Okay. Yeah, because it's like in you. Freya will take out the next one. Yeah, Freya would go around and try to help everybody take him out because she's, uh, since she's trained in healing, she'll do, uh, like, even if she was to fail, the minimum amount of damage. Oh. Yeah, I'll take the paralysis for a while until you get over here. That's fine. That was a 19. Okay. It's a real low DC. You just really fucked it up. Yeah, I rolled really bad the other time. And she's at a plus eight. Yeah, so like, it's just might be uh, might be waiting for a while, Matumbe. But and while you're down here, you see the soft webbing, and in this chamber as well, there's several humanoid-sized bulges uh, coming off of the floor, wrapped in this silk webbing. Uh, does any of it look like it's moving still? Not that you can see it, it. It all seems pretty still down here. Can we maybe try and open them up a little bit, pull back the web, see what's going on? I think I know what's going to happen. I think they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably want to detect magic at least. So you open up some of them down here, and you know there's some upstairs as well. Um, you're finding corpses, some fresh, some older. They look desiccated as if um, the liquid was maybe sucked out of them. Mm. Oh, expected that. Yeah. Um, you do find some stuff. Ooh, what? You find a, uh, a potion, a ring, a lot of gold, uh, 721 to be precise, and a bloodstained letter. I would like to touch the ring. Uh, you touch the ring and um, realize that it's a ring of Featherfall. Ooh. Oh. Hey, Matumbe, this might help you uh, with your fear. Hmm. Well, I, I never look a gift horse in the mouth, but I am also terribly afraid of falling. I accept your <laughs> gift. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. I'll, I can spellcraft craft this potion as well. Sure. Yeah. You guys are not keeping them on the trays today. You jumpy? You out of practice? What's going on? Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, 19 spellcraft, so not very high. Sure, it's a uh, potion of heroism. Okay, okay. And we got a letter. Yep. I'd like to pop that Blood sucker soaked. open. Uh, it's got a seal on it. Ooh. Freya detects magic on the letter. There's no magic. If you want to know I anything touch it? about it, you can make a linguistics check. But can I touch it? You can touch it. I'll touch it. Uh, can we? See you see what? a man receiving a letter. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> I have linguistics as well, but I'm sure Matumbe's is higher. Aid. So mine's an eight, but I also get the extra d6 for free on linguistics. All right, I auto aid, so I will aid you. Okay. Um, does the seal look special? Like, yeah, that would be a knowledge nobility. Okay. I'll, I will do that next. 
I can't help you out of this one. Oh, jeez. Fucking linguistics just blown away. I got a 15 <laughs> on the die. Max, uh, 6 on the inspiration. With the aid, it's going to be a lot, man. Uh, What's a lot? All right. Give me a second. 15 plus 21, 6. 21 plus 23. 8. 29. Plus my 2. 31. 31. Uh, you can make out that... There's a... This seems like it's a reservation for a room um, at Askinor Lodge. Hmm. It seems perhaps one of these victims, and he looks down to the desiccated corpses on the ground, was headed to the same place we are. Uh, you can make a knowledge of nobility. Would love to. 27. 27... Um, you know that the seal is from a minor noble, uh, family, uh, with the last name Draven. And you would know, I imagine you saw the corpse you picked the, um, picked picked the letter up off of. It was one of the fresher ones. Mm -hmm. You would know that him being kind of a middle-aged man, he's probably Etchmore Draven, um, who is a relatively well-known politician and minor noble. Interesting. Um, I guess at this point, I probably just pocket the letter and make a mental note that if we bump into anybody there who either is affiliated with the Draven family or of the Draven family, that I'd let them know. Yeah. Um, it's valuable information. Just don't know what to do with it right now. Well, are you going to read it? Well, I thought the, lingu- the linguistics check was to read it. It's an invitation. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. A, it was oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was something much <laughs> it's more. A, it's a reservation, fun, but yeah. No. Well, this was a big mistake. Real big mistake. I told you it wasn't coming from here. What was wrong with you? Now that the woman is dead, the magic has unclouded from my mind. I must have been under some sort of enchantment. I do not know why I acted the way I did to bring us all here. It must have been her sounds, her songs, her music. We better stick close together for the rest of this trip. If we split up again, who knows what'll happen. I fully agree, Freya. Sage counsel as always. Speaking of which, how are those channels looking? I'm pretty drained from the battle. I only got one more. I see. You used them well in combat. Certainly saved my life, if not the lives of my friends as well, and I thank you for that. You all still don't look very good. I'll use the last one. I don't know about you guys, but I could maybe use with a, a rest. 17 points of healing. Anyone need any more healing? No. Freya also pulls out the Wand of Lesser Restoration and heals her ability damage that she took earlier. Yep. So I'll say it again. Does anyone need any other healing? I'm short 20, um, actually 18, but if we're planning on resting soon, I'm not I'm too saying, terribly I, worried. I can take care of that. I'm short quite a bit as well, though. So I, I have um, so I have two Fleshmans and a Cure Sirius. Take whatever you can spare. If you need a lot, burn it up on yourself first. Give me scraps. How are, how are uh, okay. Brooks yeah. Emily, how are you guys looking? Like, I'm 18 down. I don't know if you guys are worse or what. I don't want to take it if... I'm at 31 of 80. I've had 100% for quite a while. Same here. 
Uh, and Freya, if we are resting, she can turn any of her spells into healing spells. So uh, if we're resting for the night, she can heal up more. Well, as you contemplate resting here, uh, make a perception check. Can I cure myself? Yeah, go ahead and cure yourself. 21. 29. Also a 21. Five. <laughs> yeah, those above a 20, so everybody but Ikmer can now definitely hear the sound of, like, women and children wailing in the woods. Does it sound like the Edder Caps did previously? Similar, yeah. Mm, this shit again. We should climb out of this hole. We're sitting ducks down here. Yeah, I could really go for um, a nice, like, quiet in the woods campsite instead of down in this underground. I say we travel till we hear no more wailing and see no more fetishes to the demonic, depraved god Lamashtu. Once, they, once her presence is behind us, we settle down for the night. I agree. That's f- fine with me. All right, so we climb out, out of the hole, start making our way back to the path, I guess. So you head back to the path, and um, the crying is loud around you. It seems to be following you for a way. And as you walk down the path, you do notice the, the fetishes continue. And then they're a little bit more sparse, and the crying becomes a little bit fainter in the woods. You're walking through the Shutterwood, now by the light of the moon and Matumbe's shield. You come to a fork in the road. Make a perception check. 29. 23. 26. Just looks like an average... Fork in the road to me. Two. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> Only Freya and Eclipse see, because it's far enough down the path that Atumbe's light spell isn't, isn't helping him any. In your dark vision, you can see in black and white, and you make out the swaying shape on the tree that kind of denotes the fork in the road. It's a it's a large oak, which is kind of rare in this forest of mostly pine. And you see a pale shape swaying back and forth, hanging there. Looks like the wind is blowing its hair. Looks like a humanoid shape. Does it look alive? You can't tell from this distance, but it looks like it's kind of hanging from the tree less than like, sitting in the tree. Freya attempts to detect magic on it if we're within 60 feet. So you walk up to be within 60 feet, and at this point, you can't detect magic, but you do see this glint of metal Mm. embedded in its chest now that you're 60 feet away. I think your dark vision is 60 feet, right? Eclipse would follow Freya, by the way. Give her some backup. Now you see it. The pale corpse of a naked man hangs from this oak tree, bound to the trunk with rough cords. His mouth is stuffed with large pale flowers, and his wrists and ankles are swollen and dark. 
Um, they look bruised where the bindings cut into his skin. You see this large hunting knife sticking out of his chest. What do you do? Can Freya do a heel check just to make sure he's dead and then what exactly, if it was like the knife that caused it or if that was after? Sure. Um, you can you can use it to make sure he's dead while you're this far away. You're going to have to actually examine the body if you want to know like whether the knife caused the death or... Okay, that's fair. Twelve? With a twelve, you're pretty sure he's dead. Most people don't survive a giant knife in their chest. Whether that's what killed him or not um, is potentially up for debate. I'm not sure if this is another trap, but he looks awfully dead. I want to take a closer look. She will approach if everyone else follows with her. Okay. Yeah, yeah and by all means. And um, Eclipse would say, "Yeah, Freya, I I kind of want to get my hands on that knife. Would you guys be willing to cover me?" Yeah. I'll watch the course just in case he turns into some sort of foul undead. And Ekmar, will he watch the road? No, I'll I'll get you, Eclipse. Thinking that maybe I can suss out a little bit more with object reading. Okay, so you approach the body? I approach the body extremely cautiously and grab the knife. Freya will be right there next to Eclipse. I won't pull it out, I'm just gonna grab it. Okay, so where's everybody standing? Freya would be up close to the body as well, because she wanted to get a better look at it. Mm Mm-hmm. The Tomb will be up close next to the body because he's worried about it turning into an undead thing, in which case he's going to smack. Ekmer is probably ten feet away. Uh, just close, probably, like, well, closer to the actual, like, fork in the road, looking off in the distance. Okay. So I'll give this to Eclipse. Uh, make a perception check. 23. Okay. So you approach the body and you trip over a wire and from the trees around this tree, you all hear it before they hit you like (laughs) as these bolts erupt from the trees around you and everybody is in the radius of this. Oh, no. So, um... This will be against your flat-footed ACs. Oh, no! Matumbe. Uh, that's probably going to miss. That's a 20. It misses. Uh, Ikmer. Uh, 28. Yeah, that hits. Um, Eclipse. Uh, 30. Yeah. And Freya. Whew. Uh, 32. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the tomb is the only one that avoids this damage. The rest of you take. And to be fair, it greatly beats my touch. So this absolutely makes contact. It just like slams into his armor. You each take 17 points of damage. Yo, I'm so glad I healed. As this trap goes off. But now you have access to the body. What I plan to do still stands. So you grip the... Knife handle. Knife handle. And you can tell plainly that this is silver. Ooh. And you feel like it's weight, and it feels balanced to you. 
and it feels um, it feels well suited to your hand and you look at the trapped werewolf in the tree it struggles but it's I mean it's secured pretty fast and you say to it <laughs> you foul beast you're trapped here and well the Arseers get what well what they want in these woods I want your heart and then you drive the blade into this wolf and it shudders and it begins to shrink down to the form of a man and slump over uh with that Eclipse will pull the knife back out if uh we'll pull the knife out so long as no one stops her she'll turn to Ikmer and she will say Ikmer your big heart is not safe here at all there's people looking for it and others I, I think you're in a lot of danger and you're gonna need to practice a very careful speech in disguise when we get to this lodge well uh I I, I hope that you guys will help protect it I mean I don't know what I would do without you guys so I I'll certainly try my best and you guys know better about like being in groups of people and talking so I'll do my best but I I need your help too yeah Igmar just to bring the point home come here and she'll try and hold open the guy's mouth assuming that maybe some of the teeth are a little bit bigger I don't know no but as she opens the mouth this um the flower that Freya had seen yeah. drops out. And now that you're seeing it closer and in the moonlight, you can tell that it's it's pale, but it's a purple color. Go ahead and make me a knowledge nature. That's going to be a no for me there. Tagging the skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Ikmer. Um, you actually take five more points of damage from that. The arrows? You felt them burn. Oh. So does that mean they went through my DR from the beginning? Yes. Well, no, they didn't go through your, um... Like, you still get your Armor Master DR of three, but uh, okay. you get an extra point of damage per D6, so okay. five extra points of damage. Five. So Matuma can take a look at this flower, but as he, as he does, he's going to say, Speak plainly, Eclipse. They're not after half-orcs, are they? Uh, 23. Yeah, 23 is enough. You recognize this as Wolfsbane. Never mind. I think I know why they'd be after our friend. I was gonna say, I mean Matumbe. Since we've known him. Yellow eyes, bigger teeth, the hair, like oh, so yes. much hair. You don't have to beat around the bush. I, I'm <laughs> you not. Seem to do I'm like well times. aware he's a werewolf, but I don't know who these people are hunting until now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Those are, those arrows are, you know, kind of itchy now. And well, I 
do not like the the smell of that flower. Yeah, when he says that, you maybe pick one of the bolts up. They're covered in silver sheen. Mm, that'll do. This is going to be so dangerous for you. You you need to be on edge. I think it's best if you stay in this form. It's only going to get worse if you transform. Well, it's not like you would help me any. <laughs> I don't know much about werewolves, but if you get hurt, I can help you. I think, frankly, Freya says the truth. Can we fight against one weaver worm or half a forest of caps? Sure. But can I protect you from an entire lodge of trained hunters and people who are armed to kill werewolves? I think not. You must be careful, my boy. We need to tread lightly and keep your talents to yourself, or you will not live long in this forest. Very well. I'll keep a low profile. You guys speak for me. Make sure that I'm well covered at all times and definitely don't want to split up. So, off of this body, you, you, the, the knife is a masterwork silver hunting knife. Um, and you have enough, uh, wolfsbane for three doses of the poison. You know it helps against lycanthropy can cure it if you're, um, you know, infected rather than born that way. If you're born that way, it just fucking hurts. So, at this point, it's dark. You may want to rest. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe head off a little bit into the woods to get off the off the beaten path so that whoever did this uh, doesn't come back. Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay. So, you head into the woods and um, you guys set up camp. Maybe make a, a campfire. You doing anything before bed? Freya will use her uh, additional spells for the day that have not been used, and she will heal. Okay. Do I need to track... So I think as Freya would heal everyone, Eclipse would sit down to cook dinner for the party. She specifically wants to cook dinner with those peppers that she stole and never uh, returned. (laughs) Because um, she is feeling a little homesick here in this forest after a whole lot of spending time in towns and going from town to town or like busy, more populated area to more populated area. And now being in the woods uh, really reminds her of a, a time where she has cooked with these peppers before as her whole family. So she kind of hasn't felt this kind of closeness with a group of people either for so long. In fact, probably for many years. And and now in two different ways, she's she's not really alone. She's around her are her physical friends, you know, who seem to care for her very dearly, as as well as a head full of friends. And instead of her quiet adopted family that she had, although she loved, was only two, it's very, very different than the family she grew up around, which was a large family with uh, lots of brothers and her parents. So as she throws those peppers into the pot and she lets them simmer, their fragrances really just overwhelm 
her senses. As everyone else might be enjoying the warmth of the fire and the smells of the food, Eclipse is in a fantastic mood. Maybe she's humming a little bit. She Either way, she'll close her eyes and she stirs the pot. And as she sips a taste, she goes back to the time where the last time she felt her family's closeness. And she felt her family's closeness for the very last time, like her Wyang family, her, her family, her birth family. When they were in the woods, camping, on the run, and they were finally felt like they were free, and all of the weight of being searched for and, and, and trapped, etc., was finally gone. And she's thinking about this, and she's actually... She's in such a good mood that her, her brain is open for the first time in a long time as well. So it's not just her thinking about this memory. She's actually letting everyone who's inside of her into this this kind of sight of her whole family cooking and laughing and for the first night feeling 100% free of the slavery and oppression that they felt even though they're in the middle of the woods and all they have is what they've taken on their back. And she sees her mom and her dad and her brothers all around a fire. And it's very similar to what she feels now. And as she lets the lopper in, he kind of chimes in. I think he's standing there, apparition that he is, inside this memory, like experiencing it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I know them. I know these people. Uh, Eclipse is incredibly taken aback. And, and she resists the urge to immediately shut off the memory. And she just says, Wait, Vance, that's impossible. No, it's not. Um, they, uh, they, they took me in, I remember. <laughs> I mean, they, they didn't really want to, but they took me in when, um, when I was on the run. Maybe, uh, maybe it's because they were on the run for so long that they decided, um, well, I decided for them that they would take me in for a little while. Good people. <laughs> you left them with their heads, right? Oh, well, I, I asked them to tell me a story, and now that I think about it, I, I really think it was about you, E, because they, they told me about this, um, this missing member of their family, and... I think I I didn't uh, I didn't kill him. If that's what you're worried about, <laughs> I can see why you might be. Of course I am. No, I I think I think I know where. Well, I I know where they lived. This was before I was dead. So take that as you will. When you were a little kid, I'm sure. And and this is too much. That's. That's, like, one step too far for Eclipse to process right now. And she shuts off the entirety of the memory, opens her eyes, and, and stares as aggressively as she can at the, the three real human-ish things around her and tries to fight and push Lance into our advance into the back of her head. And she just hears it kind of trailing off. You know... I could help you find them if you wanted. Go to bed. She, she's like not ready to handle that right now. And then she finishes cooking and everyone should love it. I hope. Is it good? It's spicy. I think it's All the right. first like 
cooked meal we've had for like a very long time besides <laughs> rations. Yeah. That's so, a, yes. definitely a fair point. I mean, we're probably eating like hard tack and dried beef for a long time. Probably. Take a hero card. Ooh, I got a... The Uprising. Looks very angry. That's a... Oh, that's our first evil one in a long... Wait, no, maybe not. Maybe not. It's neutral. (laughs) 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 Saw the thing on the bottom, I was like, fuck yeah. Nope, that's neutral. Uh, We almost broke the streak, guys. We almost got an evil one. So close. Almost did it. I'm just going to put them all at the top of the deck next time. (laughs) Wow, you really want to be disadvantaged that bad, huh? Well, it's just... You guys have gotten neutral, almost all neutrals, and only a sprinkling of good. I think I've only been disadvantaged like once in this campaign. Not wrong. So, Eclipse makes the entire group a meal. And I think at this point you're like, you're sitting a little bit closer. Maybe you're you're having some happy conversations, even if you had that memory of Vance... You still had the happy memory of your family, and that doesn't go away. Um, And it's warm, and the food's good, and things are a little bit scary in the woods, and with the implications for Ikmer, he's probably... I don't know, how is he feeling? He's a bit on edge, but he is remembering the words that uh, Sajira mentioned and that I have to be strong and be a, start, start to become a leader. And so he's he's wearing a, a proud, brave face when on the inside he isn't necessarily feeling 100% that way. And how about Freya? I think the, the group has started to, like, even Eclipse has shown signs of being a little bit more accepting towards you. Even? I wasn't the problem. Ikmer is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Ikmer's just an angsty teen. Sitting around the fire and eating a meal with everyone, she's definitely, she definitely feels more welcomed and like she's integrating better into the group. She definitely feels Matumbe and Eclipse have warmed up to her. Ikmer, she can definitely feel the resistance and the hostility she's worked with plenty of stubborn children before and that's kind of how she views Ikmer right now like someone to protect and she she understands his pain and where he's coming from so it's not like her feelings are hurt she feels for him that he's still in that dark place and Matumbe probably the closest to death yep. with this weaver worm, and and maybe maybe questioning his own facilities. You know, being being the one that was led into this trap, the the weaver worm's trap, and and that kind of stuff. How's he kind of dealing with the woods? Maybe somewhat similar to lead to other folks um, in that. He's concerned. I mean, be silly not to be concerned, right? Um, but also, just because he was drawn in and just because he almost died doesn't negate the fact that we still won. And Matumbe is a very pragmatic person, and he realizes just how close he was and just how close his companions were, too. Um, 
mechanically speaking, a couple rolls away, but realistically, like within the game, um, a couple bad moves, a couple bad judgments could have been one or more people dying. And uh, his group made the right call. They were there when he needed him. And he was there when they needed him. And of course, we're in a very scary, very precarious spot with a very uncertain future. Um, but, you know, maybe spurned a little bit by the fact that we're getting a home cooked meal for the first time in a long time. Maybe it's everybody getting together more as a little bit of a family. Um, I don't know if it's like Ikmer says the wrong thing at the wrong time or somebody says uh, Freya brings up a story from her past or something, but Matumbe laughs like a real deep belly laugh for the first time, like this entire adventure. Like he's laughed before, but like he's relaxed. He doesn't know what the future is going to be like, but that's his perpetual state of being. He's just going to enjoy himself tonight. And I think that's where we leave our party in this happy moment. And so finish your drinks, because we'll see you next week. Mm, Get it in clips. I knew it. (laughs) 